0: Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Luisa Diaz. She is an author, producer, TV show host, and a philanthropist. How are you doing this morning, Luisa?
1: Good morning, Brad. I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast, and I am so excited to be in this show because you know, I have been in so many interviews, but this is the first time I have been interviewed um, in a show that is all about empowering women. And it's run by you, by (laughs) me. I love it. Thank you for your support.
0: Oh, it is my pleasure, my honor. Thank you for taking the time to be here today and your story and, and who you are. I figured you are a perfect fit for this platform. So thank you so much for making the time to be here and share a bit about your story and your journey with us. I appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time.
1: Thank you.
0: As mentioned, you're an author, you're a television show host, producer, an actress, you are former Miss Venezuela International, Miss International New York, and a philanthropist. So you wear a hell of a lot of hats. How (laughs) integral is organization and prioritization to your life? And how do you keep things organized and prioritized when it comes to the day? day-to-day for you.
1: Thank you. Well, it does. I wear so many hats. (laughs) I don't believe it is only to do one thing because I have so many passions and so I do many things. But one of the things to prioritize yourself, I think it's very important to have an assistant. (laughs) (laughs) It's extremely important to have an assistant to help you to navigate with all these Things that, all that passion. For me, is very important to have an assistant to help me because everything that I do, I am extremely passionate about it. But also, I like to take my time for myself. And I think that it's very important for women to learn to prioritize me time because we prioritize our to-do list. I need to do this, I need to do that, but also prioritize our personal life. Uh, if we are married, our personal life with our husband. If we have our family with children, our personal life with our children. And if you are just, for me, I like also to take time on Fridays. I don't like to work too much on Fridays. I right. love to have lunch with a friend. Yeah, It's very important. You need that. It is very important to have a healthy relationship with yourself.
0: Prioritizing
1: time for yourself and also prioritizing time for your work and prioritizing time for, you know, for your loved one, for the relationship. So that is extremely important.
0: Well, self-care is absolutely important because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anything else. You can't take care of other people. You can't take care of your, your business, your work. You have to prioritize yourself for sure.
1: That's right. Self care is extremely important. And I know that we talk about it. We all talk about self care. Yeah. But I think that we talk more than we do.
0: Yes, I would agree with you. I agree (laughs) with that. You're right. (laughs) We talk, 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 but we don't do. You're right.
1: Yes, yes. But what is, and that, I know you have another question uh, that you talk about self-love, but uh-huh. I mean, self-care is extremely important and self-care is gone with self-love. Self-love, it is about really, and I go all about taking care of yourself, about taking that time for you. You know, yes, of course I like going to the spa and I getting, you know, getting the massage, getting your hair, getting your nails, all of that is your self-care. Self-love goes a little bit deeper than that. Yes. And yes. I, I believe that self-love as well, it is about who you stand for, your standards, your boundaries, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the moment that we allow bad behaviors in our life and we don't have the strength to stand for, believe it or not, that stay with us and we, we should have said that, I should have said that I should have do this and that is kind of bothering you and the moment that you don't stand, that is taking care of yourself. So it's very important that self-love where you take care of yourself, where you know your standards, your boundaries, when you know that the way that you want to be treated, that is pure self-love for sure yes and i start with ourselves self-love is that we need to take care of that because this is is we don't when we do take care of ourselves of that inner self we teach people to respect that and to treat us like that as well
0: Very true. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your book, Sexy is Timeless, 10 Timeless Timeless Sexy Assets That Lie Within You. When did you write the book? And what was the inspiration behind writing the book?
1: Well, so my book, Sexy is Timeless, is about the, yes, 10 sexy assets that lie within you. My inspiration of the book, it was about the work that I do with domestic violence survivors. I have an organization that's called Mia Morgela. And Miamor Gaila, that is my nonprofit. Mi Amor Gala is a celebration of kindness. So what I do is I partner with other nonprofits. And the nonprofit I has been working with is called Safe Passage. Okay. Safe Passage is uh, is an organization that has been doing an amazing work over more than 25 years. And what I like about Safe Passage is that they are not a shelter. They have a program for women who has been living with a partner in an abusive relationship. And one day they, they decide, that's it. I'm going to go and change my life. And they go to this organization, Safe Passage. And we have kind of like a little contract where we want the lady to commit to change her life. So which means we will help her. Navigate everything. Sometimes we'll help them with lawyer. With an accounting. We help her. We teach their skill. How to find a job. We help her. Sometimes the lady has been. Her face has been cut by her husband. Or boyfriend or whoever. And there sometimes they don't have teeth. We have an amazing angel. I call it angels. <laughs> of professional. Yeah. That they pro bono, they donate their time okay. pro bono for these ladies. And they do sometimes we have a plaster surgeon that fix their face. We have a dentist who fix their mouth. So and also we teach these women how to find a job, we teach these women skills, we teach these women confidence. So, when in a year when they finish this program, then I come and I, I teach them in my charity event, I have a wrong way and it's called the wrong way of hope, where these ladies, I invite them to be in the wrong way. So, when I meet the ladies, when they see me and I say, We are going to have a fashion show, the lady got scared. I said, No, 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 I am not beautiful. I am ugly. So, I couldn't believe that, you know, their self-esteem was so, so, so low. I'm not talking here about, oh, she was a poor woman. She didn't have an education. That's not true. We have so many difference from different backgrounds. Sometimes even we have professionals. Sometimes we even have lawyers who has been through an abusive relationship.
0: Right. Because
1: the abuser know how to break you down. Yes. So what I do is I come... And I teach women how to feel good about themselves. I teach women that you are beautiful. This is not a regular fashion show. This is the wrong way of hope. This is the second chance. So when you want the wrong way, I want you to tell yourself: nobody's going to hit me again. Nobody's going to put me down again. And it's so powerful breath that the women who now they start walking you know with the the back is nice straight and suddenly I see these women walking straight her back is coming straight I kind of see a light on her eye so beautiful so beautiful so Working with these ladies, it really motivates me to write this book because this book, Sexy, is timeless. It is about what society is not telling you, what is beautiful. And that is my inspiration. The work that I do with domestic violence survivors.
0: I love it. How long did it take you to write the book, Louisa?
1: Well, to be honest, (laughs) I had it all in my mind and uh, I wrote it in three weeks. Okay. And it was my birthday gift. I have a, a tradition that was on March 20th for my birthday. I want to give myself a gift. Yeah. So I always want, always want it. And I, so and by the way, a lot of my girlfriends are doing that as well. So that's been a great inspiration. And a lot of ladies who are listening to me today, I think that would be great to. You know, to start something new with yourself, where you give yourself a gift every birthday, something that you always wanted to do and you didn't have the chance to do it. So that was my gift, my birthday gift. It took three weeks and to pop, uh, polish and all this. So totally was like almost three months.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. That's a great birthday present to yourself. Beautiful idea.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had done that. I, I jumped from a plane and another
0: opportunity. <laughs> I, but love that's another
1: show. <laughs> I love it.
0: Now that's self care.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, what
0: is your favorite part about being an author?
1: You know, I think my favorite part of being an author is expressing myself and sharing my story and sharing my message and knowing that. When you read my book, it makes you feel good. You know, you got that feeling. You got that feeling of, like, sometimes I get uh, letters and emails from women, and they say to me, oh, my God, Luisa, you know, I knew. I knew all of this. But because of the noise of society, I forgot. Thank -hmm. you for reminding me. And I also have women who have said, I love this book. I have to give it to my daughter. I have to give it to my granddaughter. They need to know this. And uh, when I have the the teenagers that, that read my book, they say to me, oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Knowledge is very sexy. You know, because what is society telling you? What the media is telling you? The big booty, the big booty. Yeah. All dissects, don't get me wrong, I like all of that and I have all of that. (laughs) (laughs) that. (laughs) But it goes beyond all of that because when we take care of our inside, the outside looks so much beautiful.
0: That's right.
1: So much better in your skin.
0: Absolutely. Can you tell us briefly what the 10 timeless, sexy assets that lie within you are? Can you just name them off for us?
1: Oh, yes, of course. It would be my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So the 10 timeless, sexy assets that lie within you is, and what is extremely sexy, these assets, they don't get all. You know, we all, we have our beautiful body today Mm -hmm. and tomorrow, unfortunately, it's not going to be that way. I'm hoping to hold on it as far as I can, yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to be there, and all the ladies who are listening to me, they know I'm telling the truth, but one of the things that never age and gets better and is sexy is confidence. Confidence gets better with age, with experience, and that is very sexy, but there is a misunderstanding, what confidence comes from. There is a very fine line about confidence and arrogance. I'm not talking here about arrogance. Arrogance comes from superficiality or trying to put you down, I'm better than you, I'm prettier than you, I'm busy than you, I'm smarter than you. That's not confidence, that's arrogance. Confidence comes from preparation. Preparation. Confidence comes from the doing, accomplishment. What you accomplish in life, that gives you more confidence of your skills, of your capabilities, of what can you do. And that is very sexy. And one of the things as well, confidence gives you knowledge. Knowledge (sighs) is very sexy. (laughs)
0: Knowledge
1: is very sexy. You are very Sexy brat.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so one of the things, how many times we have let's go on a dating, be on a date, and maybe we meet a very handsome guy. And sometimes he has nothing to share with us. He has not too much, you know, like not very interested conversation. Right. But sometimes you meet someone that is not as handsome. But this person is so knowledgeable, is well-rounded, he can talk about ask about wine about traveling about anything and you Mm -hmm. think and you look at this person and you say wow he's so sexy yeah (laughs) I would say that (laughs) right
0: right.
1: (laughs) to me that's very sexy laughter laughter Laughter. to be able to laugh not to take yourself so serious just laughing is so sexy and it's so good for your soul for sure Yes. Kindness, you know, kindness to be kind to yourself and other kindness is, the, I think kindness is the new sexy.
0: <laughs> true, Very true. I would agree with you.
1: You know, because and I'm so glad one of the things with this pandemic that really show all of us is that we came together and there were so many people doing great things for each other. And I love that because that is inside us. We are human beings. and But sometimes we don't like to express our kindness. And one of the things that we saw during COVID is that we all have kindness in our heart. And we need to express it more. So yes, kindness. Also, we have listening listening Uh everybody's talking about who is listening you know i always tell when i go to speak i always said ladies just pay attention people tell you who they are if you just Listen, listen. So, listening is very sexy because sometimes you just want to talk, 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 talk. No, no, it's not a monologue. It's called a conversation, right? Very true be interested about the other person ask questions and listen those opinions self-care of course we we talk about self-care but not only from the outside but also the inside to take care of yourself in the inside and sometimes we have to declutter it's like cleaning the closet sometimes and i speak about that in my book declutter yourself your social circle sometimes people who are draining you and sometimes can be even family, family, friends, whoever is draining you, that is not motivating you, that is not inspiring you, that is not bringing you positive energy into your life. You have to choose yourself and you have to say, you know what? Every time I stay with this person, it, it really drains me. You don't need that.
0: No, definitely not. You
1: don't need that. You need to speak with someone. You feel good. You feel motivated. You feel like, oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Wow. I like those friends because we need to choose our social circle. We need to choose that. And that's very important. And we women sometimes are stuck with people that they don't bring nothing into our life. And that is self-care. Take care of yourself. Even the clock is you have to let some people go. At this moment, because this person doesn't bring something positive into my, into your life, it's okay. It's not selfish to just taking care of yourself. The spirit of dancing. I like dancing. I don't know about you. But I love dancing. I am Latina, original from Venezuela, and I grew up, you know, I think I started dancing when I was on diapers. So <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine a little baby with the diaper just shaking it. That was me. So I love dancing. And I think it is good for our soul. Individuality individuality is is another asset It's embracing who you are you are beautiful you are unique you are worthy just the way you are you don't have to be like everybody else just embrace your uniqueness just embrace that you are different it's okay difference is beautiful whatever it is just embrace it femininity is you are a woman femininity and masculinity I love embracing my femininity side. I, as I said, I am a Latina. And to me, for me, femininity is... I love being a woman. But it doesn't mean femininity is a sign of weaknesses. Because I'm wearing uh, flowery dresses. I am a former beauty queen. Oh, she's weak because she's feminine. I don't believe in that. I do believe that you can run a multi-million dollar business in high heels, looking fabulous, and lipstick.
0: Absolutely, 100%.
1: <laughs> right? Yes. And the last, one, the last one is social graces. Social graces is very important. The way that you treat others, the respect that you give others is very important. Social graces is not just about what fork to use during the, the formal dinner the knife, the fork, the spoon. Yes, that's very important. I talk about, uh, you know, nobody wants to see the food in your mouth. Yes, it's very <laughs> yeah. important. I no. It see, <laughs> I don't want it to see your food in your mouth. I'm, thought, I'm sorry, but this is things that you have to learn. That you, but the most important, even you have impeccable table manners and you are rude at treating others. That is a very poor social basis. Because social graces is about being kind to others. And the moment that you close your, your mouth when you are having lunch with me, that means you are being respectful to me as yeah. well. Because I am not being grossed by it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> social basis is about thinking about others. It's about being kind. It's about treating others the way that you want to be treated.
0: Absolutely. You recently finished writing your second book, which I believe is kind of a continuation of the first one. Can you tell us a bit about the second book you wrote?
1: Yes. The second book is Sexy is Timeless in Relationship. Okay. And you know, now that you find out about yourself that you're feeling so good about your 10 sexy assets that lie within you, like talk about in my book. Uh Now, how do you bring those sexy assets that lie within you? Okay. Into mm-hmm. the relationship without losing who you are.
0: Very important. That's key.
1: It's so important because sometimes we get married and then we forget the, the amazing woman that we were. And that's not fair. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: So I talk about the importance of still taking care of yourself being that person that is strong and sexy and timeless in the relationship and making your relationship sexy and timeless and also saying that there is no happily ever after right. without happily ever working it
0: ah okay that okay this is, yeah. very,
1: this is very important because uh-huh. you know sometimes we make a marriage um they have an idea happily ever after I do believe in happily ever after, and I have been married for four years, and I do believe in love. I do believe in kindness, but this is something that you have to bring into the relationship. What type of the relationship do you want? And this is something I always ask. Everybody's different. What is, makes me happy? Another woman might not make her happy.
0: That's right.
1: So the most important is self-discovery self-discovery invest on yourself and say okay what do i like do i like to be treated with respect what about when he doesn't do this is it really bothers me so when you know yourself then you know when to put your boundaries in the relationship and you need to do that women don't put boundaries in the relationship that's the first thing you have to do boundaries because what's boundaries con respect is a person is your husband can and start since the beginning you have a boyfriend start yelling at you and you're like oh he just has a bad day he just he's not feeling good today okay it, you don't say anything you just justifying his yeah
0: speech. make excuses for it
1: making excuses for him trust me he will continue doing that even more when he gets married. So at, the, at the, since the beginning, when you are dating this person and he starts yelling at you, and you immediately say, excuse me, but I don't appreciate that behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. Please
1: do not talk to me like that. I like to be treated with kindness and respect. At this moment, this guy is like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Is yeah. it really care for you? Is it really care for you, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we have always to put our boundaries. since I, I always tell, you know, women ask me so many questions about dating. And I say, yes, you have to, when you are dating, you need to put your, stand, your boundaries. You are in the first day, and the guy, the date arrived 30 minutes late. And he didn't even call you. And you are still waiting there for this person. And he's telling me, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And this, I always think things happen. Accidents happen. Traffic happens. I live in yeah. New York. It's a
0: nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: traffic is a nightmare. But what I'm saying is stick at the phone and say, I am so sorry. I am on my way. Okay. It was a lot of traffic. But if you don't talk, you make excuses. Oh, it's traffic. It's okay. It's traffic. It's okay. No, I always say, when he arrives, you look at him into the eyes, I said, I understand that there's a lot of traffic. By my time, it's important. Respect my time. You need to do this because you guess what? The next time he's leaving, 40 minutes early to make sure that he's there if he's a lot of traffic. That's right. You, you teach people how to treat you. And that's very important. So I talk about all these relationships, how to treat the relationship, how to continue treating yourself with kindness, love, and bringing all into the relationship you happily ever after, only if you work on it.
0: Yeah, that's the key right there is putting in the work.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Now, you make very clear that the word sexy is not referring to a body type or body image. Can you explain what your definition of the word sexy means to you?
1: Yes, I think, Brad, the word sexy has been misused and misunderstood. Sexy is not just, it's not sexuality, right? I don't believe in that. Sexy is something that is interesting, something that is appealing, because, for example, sometimes you can see a car, right, and you say, yeah. "Wow, that car is so sexy."
0: Yes, very. Right, true. Mm-hmm. right. Yes. That has
1: to do with sex. When you are talking with someone, you're talking with a guy, and he's so knowledgeable, and he might not be the best-looking guy or the best-looking woman, but she is so knowledgeable. You say something about hair. You say like, "Oh." She's so sexy. I have met these women that are so amazing that had nothing to do with the body type. It's their mind, is the way they carry their service, is their dignity, is their confidence that they have in their service. So yes, sexy it means that something that is appealing, something that is confidence. That is the new sexy. <laughs>
0: Love it. Love it.
1: It's a go girl. Many <laughs> <laughs> who go for the, for what they want. That to me is very sexy.
0: Absolutely. I would agree. You being a women's empowerment advocate, what do you do to empower yourself and empower other women?
1: Well, as I mentioned at the beginning, I have a routine of, for self-love. You know, what is really, I know that you have this question, but what I'm going to answer this here, what is it really empowerment? Empowerment is nothing more than having the strength and the confidence to go for what you want. That is empower. And sometimes you need little things, you need little things like, for example, I need I like to meditate. I like to listen Christian music to help me with myself, to empower me myself. I need to listening. I like to read the secret and listening the the secret and uh, this philosophy. I, I'm sure a lot of women hear about it. Do you hear about the secret? Yes,
0: the secret. Yes, yeah. yeah. The law so, of attraction. and yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yes.
1: What you put out there. Um, yes. You draw your thoughts. Most of Our life, you know, is in our thoughts before it even happened. So it is a work. It's an inner work. So are we willing to do that? You know, it takes work. It's not easy because we are so used to have thousands of thoughts for seconds. And we're not even aware of our thoughts. So to say, wait a minute, I'm going to start listening to my thoughts. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to start controlling what's going on up there. That is discipline and that war. So yes, Absolutely. that's one of the things I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So how do you define the word empowerment?
1: You know, the empowerment word is to give the power to do. is giving the power to do something. Help someone to find your own confidence. That's what I, I believe okay. empowerment is. Claiming your own rights. What you deserve. All okay. uh, start with that Confidence. And when you empower a woman, what are you doing? Is just helping her with her self esteem to go for whatever it is that she wants. I believe in you. You go and can do this, girl. You being know, being a cheerleader. Being a cheerleader. Yes, it is empowering. Is all about having that confidence to go. You empower yourself so you can go and fight for whatever it is out there. Okay, you, you are. You want to be a politics, you want to be in human rights, you want to be whatever it is, you want to be um, claiming that a specific right that you think that is needing a voice. Now you have empowered yourself, you have that confidence and you have to make a choice. That is what I'm going to do.
0: Luisa, what are your thoughts on the landscape of entrepreneurship and women-run businesses? Are you seeing a shift in terms of more women making the jump into entrepreneurship? And if so, why do you think that is?
1: I do. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love that so many women are becoming entrepreneurs. It's a huge step for women to become an entrepreneur. Do you know what I think women are such good entrepreneurs? It's because, hello, we handle the house.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Every woman, I think, are an entrepreneur. Why? They have to cook. They have to clean. They have to take care of the children. They have to, you know, make sure that everything is working in the house. Daddy just go, go to work and come back. But we are running a business inside the house. Yeah, very true.
0: You're right. You're right. 100%. I agree with you.
1: This is a business. It's called home. And you need your entrepreneurial skills for every woman out there that think I am a home, I am a mom. No, darling, you are an entrepreneur, mom. You handle your home. You run your home. This is a business. This is your business. You make sure the kids are doing the homework. The kids are healthy. Your husband is healthy. You are healthy. The house is clean. Everybody have food on the table. Yes, that is a full-time job. Yeah. But talking about, I love why women, because all this empowerment movement, women are feeling more confidence and they are following that passion. And that's what I feel that, you know, there is a lot of more business owned by women because they're feeling good and they're following their passion. Mm. Like, for example, women uh, who make great cookies. Now they decide they want to make they want to have a bakery. Women who say, you know what? I always want to go back to college. Now they are feeling powered. I want to go back to college. I, I want to become a teacher. You know, I want to have my own care for children. So women are making their own passion a business women who are good so sewing women they'll say you know what I want to do this type of business and I love it because women are feeling that um hey now I feel more confident it's my time I can go and do this because kind of right now we have like the approval of women empowerment. You know, it always has been out there behind the scenes, but now we are talking about it. We are motivating each other. There are so many women empowerment groups. So yes, I, li- I love it. And I think it's more because we feel more confidence and we are following our passions.
0: Love it. What message or advice would you want to give to young women leaders and future leaders? What's one piece of advice you would give women?
1: You know, the first things I would always say when I go to college, I speak at college, to be confident, you need to spend time in self-discovery, who you are, and preparation. Do that work. That inner work is so important because that is your foundation. And another thing I always tell, to be a good leader, and as women leader, we need to support each other. We need to support each other, ladies. Don't look at each other like competition. We need to stick together to make a difference. I don't believe in competition. I believe in inspiration. I don't believe that this woman is better than me. No, I believe, wow, she's amazing. So next time I'm going to speak next to her, I'm going to work harder because she is great and she's going to bring the best out of me too. So that's the way. Don't think that, oh no, I cannot work with her. I will not hire her because, no, she's too good. No, we need to stick together. We need an amazing group of women together so we, our voice can be here because we are still working it.
0: That's right. That's right. I agree with you. Support yeah. and community. Build that community. Build that support system.
1: It ex- extremely important yes and for that start with yourself because you feel good with yourself you don't feel like so with a low self-esteem that oh no i don't want this person next to me i don't want this no when you feel good with yourself you feel open you want to help others because you want to give
0: that's what life's about is giving back and helping one another and supporting one another that's so important
1: that is so important. And that's why we are here. We are here to love each other. We are here to love each other. We are here to share with each other.
0: Yes. Um, The world would be such a more wonderful place. If we would all just learn to support one another and be able to lean on each other and have that sense of community to, to lift each other up.
1: That's so right. We need to stick together and we need to support each other and we need to be confident Confident, yeah. and I said who we are. That's, Absolutely. That's uh, how, how we told my ladies.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Leaders>.
0: <laughs> As mentioned, you were previously crowned Miss Venezuela. How did that experience prepare you and help shape the Luisa you are today, do you think?
1: You know, one of the things that helped me, um, because being in passion, women who has been in fashion, they know this. It really helped you a lot to preparation to with your self-esteem to accepting other beautiful women and seeing them different because sometimes you can be you can be judged oh she's so beautiful or oh, i'm afraid of her or oh, i don't want to talk to her oh she has everything it's so easy so then people make stories on their mind but when you start talking with the person you will see that she has the insecurities as well that she has the problems as well that you know, everybody is carrying their own share of issues, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but when you are in that and you start talking with someone without just, you know, dismissing her because mm-hmm. the way she, she looks, you find out this person is so kind, so beautiful. You find an amazing work that she's doing in the community. You find like she did dreams and hope is, is so beautiful to bring people together. So. To me, working, uh, being in pageant at such an early age, I really teach me that I love working with beautiful women. I love it. I, I don't feel intimidated by them at all. I love it. I, all my, I have beautiful friends. I have what society call beautiful. I have, I have other people that society will count as beautiful. I consider all of them beautiful. So what it helped me, it helped me a lot with my self-esteem. It helped me a lot to not feel intimidated by other women. It helped me a lot to give people chances to express themselves because everybody has a voice. Everybody has our own issue. We all have, we are all trying to move on, right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. We're all trying to get through this thing called life.
1: Exactly. We do. We do. So, yes.
0: Luisa, can you talk to us a bit about your work as an actress? How did you get started in the acting world? And what films or TV have you been in? Anything that we might recognize?
1: Well, well, I started acting since I was maybe in high school. I did a okay. little operas in my country, in Venezuela. I did a little theater. And then here I did in the film industry. I explore Hollywood. I okay. did a few, few movies, B movies. I don't think you have seen it. But right. the big where I have an opportunity to, to be, to work with, it was The Fighter. You know the movie The Fighter mm-hmm. was Christian Bell. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg. I have a small role there, but there is no small role in Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> That is not. Even if you just show there, it's nice small role in Hollywood. Because remember that for that so called small role, there are thousands of girls going for the same role. Right. And the moment that you get it, is 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 great accomplishment to be in, a, you know, in an Oscar winner movie. Yes. <laughs> so. And then I was in Silver Lightning Playbook with uh, Kristen Bell and mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence as well, as I said. And uh, others, a small, a small movie, but something that you might recognize might be that. Okay. And my Yeah, so <laughs> that was my experience in Hollywood. I love Hollywood, and I think I still, I have not put that dream, you know, down yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still, my dream is still there in the air. <laughs> That's
0: good. And I'm sure you'll achieve it. I'm sure you'll get there. Uh, it's
1: still, 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 still there. still working a few things, working in a few movies, but uh-huh. uh, I don't want to share too much about it. But <laughs> when it comes, I will let you know.
0: All right. Can you also speak a little bit about your entertainment talk show called Luisa? Tell us what it's all about and how long you've been hosting the show?
1: Well, Luisa, the Luisa show was a show that was in, in LA. But I am right now in New York City. So I have a new show now that is called Sexy is Timeless. Sexy is Timeless TV. So I have it in a platform. The platform is called Alchemy. It's coming soon. It's a, only by subscription, the show. Uh-huh. And um Sexy Timeless TV. It's going to be in the United States. It's going to be in Europe and Australia. Wow. Maybe we be in Canada too. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we have to let you know. Definitely. Yes,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah, so everybody can watch it. And this show is a little bit like the book. Okay. I, have a, I have an interview in the closet, in my closet. So I have a beautiful room so i invite a guest so we just have it on sunday we film every sunday also they okay. have this amazing lady that she's the founder and ceo of her own online, online magazine okay and meredith her story is so inspiring so i like to bring women who are go girls who are making things happen um, powerful women Yes, who are making things happen. Change are-
0: makers, trailblazers. I love it. I think that's amazing. I
1: love it, yes. And then I have another segment, another show that is about uh, sexy in the kitchen. I mm-hmm. think cooking is very sexy, ladies. Yeah. So I can do something in the kitchen. And also I have a, a segment about self-care. Yeah. I can share my beauty secrets. Okay. <laughs> My secret tips, how to stay and look fabulous. And also I have a fashion on the street. So I have like, it's a very, very fun show. Plus in the whole, it's like my own Netflix. You can watch movies because the way that I classify the movies, for example, kindness, there is a segment of movies that is all about kindness where we have Nelson Mandela, the Model Teresa Princess Diana. So you feel like, you know, I, I just want to feel inspired today and see what other people are doing about kindness in the world. So you just go to that specific. And you see and you feel like, you know, I feel like learning something today. So it's knowledge. So and then knowledge you will see all about, you know, the stars, the earth, amazing women's uh, right. scientists, the animal kingdom. So you just, it is how you feel, then you will watch Sexy timeless TV. Love it. It's- it's is I'm, I'm changing the whole way we're going to be watching television.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now,
0: you also do a lot of volunteer and philanthropic work. Can you speak and speak to and tell us a bit about the organizations, some of the organizations that you work with?
1: As I was mentioning before, I work with Safe Passage, with domestic violence survivors. So I have my organization, we raise money. So we raise money for survivor domestic violence. We raise money. Another organization we wore was Maria Suarez Foundation. Okay. Uh, it was about human trafficking. Okay. When I hear her story, it really was, it was a hard. It broke my heart. So yeah. I, I did an, uh, an event to raise money for her. Now she's, she's helping others, telling Beautiful. her story. And so... And um that's what that's two organizations I've been working mostly. Okay. And I've been working with State Passage for nine years. Wow. Nine years I've been working with State Passage. And we have helped so many women. And every time we when we do an event, we have the wrong way of hope. And the wrong way of hope is a celebration of these ladies. And as I was sharing with you at the beginning I tell this lady I teach this lady how to walk and I, to feel good about their service to know that they are beautiful that they are worthy and I see that sparkle in their eyes and I see the their back becoming straight and it's so beautiful and then I bring a fashion designer who has been with me since the beginning it's called Giovanni and Giovanni dressed all the ladies with beautiful gown from $700 to $1,500 wow. gown. And this is the first time the ladies feel so beautiful and wear a beautiful gown. And, uh, oh, I love this, Brad. This is my favorite thing to do. The transformation of these ladies. ah, oh, it's totally, it melts my heart.
0: I was going to say the transformation must be incredible to witness.
1: Oh, it melts my heart. And then I have a video where you can see the lady before and after, yeah. everybody cry. Yeah, i sure. Cried. And it's so beautiful. You have to go uh, to the event. Oh, as we do it this year. I would definitely let you know. And yeah, it's please do. And it's so beautiful. And the ladies, when they start one by one, you know, um, coming up in the wrong way,
0: yeah.
1: people kind of stop clapping. And they look so beautiful. And that has been... Oh my gosh, the greatest gift. What do I get from this? You might ask it makes me feel so good. <laughs> it makes me feel so good. You know, like I remember Mother Teresa, and I didn't understood this phrase when I hear it. Mother Teresa, a person, a reporter asked her, Why do you do this, Mother Teresa? Why are you helping so many people? And she said, because I am selfish. And he said, you selfish? I said, yes, because what I do, it just made me feel so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is <Isn't> that
1: amazing? <laughs> it
0: is. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I love it. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful?
1: Mm, my superpower.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think... My superpower has been persistent, determination, and no accepting, no as an answer. Love it. Yeah, that's been my superpower.
0: Speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you?
1: I think a success is in the eye of the beholder because um, success sometimes is different for every person. Yeah, Absolutely. Um for, for me, success is I feel so good. I feel so good inside. If you feel good inside in your heart with everything that you have done, you are very successful. Yeah. Extremely successful. If you love what you're doing, you are so blessed and so successful. And of course, we need to make money, right? Because yes, the work of course, goes around, goes around right? Yeah. But to me, the, a, a combination of both. Okay. Where you can make a living and you can you can have a living from that passion that makes you feel so good. You are very successful. And also, I do believe, like, for example, one of the ladies that is my inspiration is Sarah Blakely from Spence. Yes. I do believe that she's extremely successful and she owns a She has a, a billion-dollar business. I would love to have that, too. Right? Yeah
0: yeah absolutely
1: some women we would like that to create an empire on some women success is is not necessary to be has such a big you know such a big dream but as i say it depends for every person but for me it's a combination of both and yes creating an empire i will not going to be shy about it (laughs) (laughs) i am not going to be shy about it i'm going to own it
0: there you go that's the key is owning it i love it yeah so louisa we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section so the next grouping of questions just be two three four word answers okay okay how would you describe yourself in one word
1: resilient (laughs) what was
0: your dream job as a child
1: you know My dream job as a child is doing what I do. I I think I always have been doing what I do as a child. I dream of.
0: What's the first thing you notice about a person?
1: Kindness. (laughs) Kindness. Kindness. Compassion. Yes.
0: If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be?
1: Kindness. We all need a little bit more kindness in our heart. I will teach them a little bit. More kindness, more compassion to with each other.
0: What's one thing you've always wanted to do in your life but never have?
1: Well, I'm still working on it, and <laughs> that is being the lead role in the movie. That's when you ask me, what is the yeah. ambition dream? That's yeah. it.
0: Beautiful. What would your friends and family list as a couple of your best characteristics?
1: I hear that resilient, courageous, persistent, kind. And kind. Yeah.
0: What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money?
1: Kindness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm I'm seeing a theme here, Louisa. Kindness. <laughs> yeah, true kindness. Well,
1: you know, that's my my whole business is about kindness because I believe kindness is cool.
0: If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change?
1: The world doesn't need to change. Who needs to change are human, yes. people, people. Yeah. people. And what uh, we need to change from people is bring a little bit more kindness and compassion into their heart. And everybody will think different. It's not going to be hatred. It's not going to be jealousies. It's not going to be wars. So the world doesn't need change. Okay. People, okay. people do.
0: Okay, that concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it?
1: Uh, I think one of the things most important I learned in my life is accountability and responsibility. I think it is extremely important that, that we don't blame others, middle point others for whatever situation that we're going through. It's just a sector, a set responsibility. And believe yeah. it or not, when you start accepting accountability and responsibility, it's a lightweight on you because you sometimes, when you're trying to blame others, it might feel like it's easy for you, but inside yourself, it's not easy, you know? So yeah. you feel more lightweight because it's better when you know what is the problem. The problem is that it's you. And yeah. then when it's you, what happened? When you know a problem, what happened? You know. That there is a problem, and now you know that you have to go and deal with it.
0: That's right. That's right. Very
1: true. Right. Yeah.
0: What would you say is one of your biggest failures or life lessons, and what did you learn from it?
1: I don't believe in failure Uh at all. That's not a word in my vocabulary. Uh I believe in learning experiences. And I believe that so many things that we do in life that we try once, it didn't go the way that we want. You just have to keep doing it. and keep Find trying. a different way to do it. And being persistent, you still want to do this. Don't think about failure. I never think about failure in my life. Never, ever, I ever. love
0: that. I uh, love that you said that. I, I think that's amazing.
1: Never, I never bothered about it. Like uh, if I'm talking with someone and I'm sharing this what I wanted to do. And this person tell me, and what about it doesn't work? I said, why should I be worrying about something right now like that? Let's worry about making it work. You know, let's make it work. And then let's try to focus and making it work. And if we find out that the project didn't go the way that we wanted to do, then we learn what not to do next. Right?
0: Absolutely.
1: So my energy is always concentrated in positive. Let's. I am like a horse. Let's make it a work. Let's make it a work. I never think about. Oh no, no, this is not going to work. I never think that like that. I love beginning. that.
0: You, I love that attitude and that outlook. I think it's amazing, and we need more of that in the world.
1: Yes. Sometimes because when we think about things that doesn't work, Brad, it's like you already defeating yourself before even putting your foot there.
0: That's right. You You're know, starting you- off from a negative place.
1: Yes. Put yourself out there and learn from that experience. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. It's okay. Get up, clean yourself up, and start over again. That's, That's right. right. Try,
0: try another way.
1: Try, try another way. And what is life? You know, life is a journey. It's not a destination. It's a That's journey. Right. We have to enjoy the journey. Everything that we do, everything that we do, we need to enjoy it so what made us so perfect that we have in the first time we try something it has to be perfection and we we cannot have failure in life because that is going to destroy us who are you no yeah. we are all human we may mistake but that's the process of learning and this is the process of growing and becoming right. better and giving the best next time
0: that's exactly it right there i love that that is Pure brilliance. And so much, it's so true. You have to just, like you said, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and try something else.
1: That's right. It's okay to change your mind, which means, uh, let's see, you want to do a bakery business. Yeah. It was simple. And you know what? You discover that's not bakery that you want to do. That you learn so much and you say, you know what? I don't want to do bakery. It's okay. Don't stick with something that you, don't, you discover that you don't like. Yeah. If you want to go and explore another business, you know what I learned so much about bakery. That's not really my passion. I find out is fashion. It's okay to go and yeah. explore that because that's life. Life is you need to to go and explore life. Don't go being only one level and this is one thing that only you do because then you miss in living.
0: That's right. And we only have one life. So you might as yeah. well live it the way you want to live it and do the things you want to do in life.
1: Yes, and then you find out that you don't like it anymore, that you want to move on from it and explore something else. Let it be. Go to this new adventure. I call it adventures. Yes. This is new adventure in life. That's Give right. Give yourself that pleasure. Give That's yourself right. pleasure to go and explore different adventure. And, and Because every adventure, it makes you feel so good. Yes. Even happen or don't have it, it makes you feel, feel good. Alive.
0: I- it makes you feel alive.
1: Yes, and make you, one of the things really work and boost your self-esteem. Yes, That's sure. where it's really self-esteem and confidence come from.
0: from yeah.
1: Things. Not from just watching TV at home and hoping uh, that some someone is going to give you an opportunity. No, darling, go on Roger's Live and go and explore and go on some different adventures and go and do your thing.
0: That's right. Luisa, <laughs> what is your personal motto?
1: Person tomorrow, I think it's no regrets yeah I wanted just no regrets, brad I wanted to I just wanted to do all these adventures that's all we wanted to do and explore. Mm-hmm. A life I have no regrets of not going for because I was afraid, because I was, I, I was thinking I was, I never had this work on my vocabulary, but thinking uh, some people think that they are not good enough. I wanted to go for what I want. I want to be resilient enough and adventurous enough to just go and explore life and have no regrets.
0: Love it. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why?
1: You know, the biggest impact in my life was my grandmother my grandmother i grew up in venezuela in a very small town and my grandmother has 15 children brad wow one five <laughs> can you believe it darling?
0: that's wow
1: i know and then plus she raised me mm-hmm. so i am grandmother has 16 yeah. children. okay so, my grandmother, I saw, and one of the reasons that that's close everything here, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about helping women with domestic violence survivors is because I saw my grandmother being abused by my beloved grandfather. Oh my God. And it was so hard for me to talk about my grandfather like that because I love my grandfather. I didn't want to talk about him. I wouldn't want to say those bad things about him because. So I was like, uh, you know, I don't know what. To, didn't want to talk bad about, about my grandfather, but I did want to tell the story about my my grandmother, which is my mother. So I never forget. One day I was only five years old. It was a real, real bad accident. My grandfather is really abusing my grandmother is hitting her and almost breaking her arm. I never forget that. I was only five years old. That stuck with me. This image is still with me forever. And um we have to go and some and sleep on the street. Ugh, this is a little I'm emotional every I had told this story a million times but I still get so emotional.
0: Yeah of course um, That's your grandmother.
1: Yeah so we had to sleep on the street. One day imagine how bad the abuse was because Remember by then, women were used to this abuse and that that was expected in that time, right? And as you go to the neighbor, the woman, the neighbor is getting beat up too by their husband, right? So one day, imagine how bad it was. That my grandmother was all her children, no money, no career, no education. She left my grandfather that is
0: courage and strength
1: you think where this courage and resilience come from i my grandmother she left my grandfather again in guzman she left my grandfather and she never brought she never looked back
0: good for her never
1: looked back and uh my grandfather wanted to come back and you know, promise, you know how men's
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: abuse men are Then they promise and promise. But you know what? My grandmother, it was done. She was done. And she never looked back. She bought her own little house with a little money she was saving. The children's my uncles, the older ones start working. Everybody, the old enough start working. And that was it. To me, that was a life experience for my my grandmother I admire her I, adlo- I love her and one of the reasons when I was ready to give back to the community I thought I wanted to offer opportunities to women like my grandmother I wanted to offer opportunities opportunities that my grandmother never had but now a lot of women has you know women has opportunity now Yes. before they didn't before there was no empowering women no no organization where you go and they help you there was no shelters there was nothing like that my grandmother has to stick and do it alone with 15 children so when I tell this story I always say to women you know my grandmother did it
0: so you can do it too this is proof that you can do it if she did it with 15 kids you can no definitely help. do it. Yes. That is and so beautiful. I love it.
1: She is my hero. She I, is, is. I can inspired. see why. <laughs> she is my inspiration. And she is the reason I do that. I work with domestic violence survivors and uh, to bring opportunities to women. Because when you teach, educate, teach a woman, hopefully she will teach her families, And hopefully the kids, they will not make the same mistakes. So it's a process because we do counseling for children as well, because children get affected. I was not abused, but it affects me. Seeing my beloved grandmother being abused by my grandfather, it affects me.
0: That changes your life to see that, to witness that. It does.
1: It does change your life. But yes, she is my hero.
0: I can understand (laughs) why.
1: She isn't, she's now, you know with God and I miss her every day but she's in my heart and this she's everything to me what an
0: incredible woman and what an inspiration I love it thank you Luisa if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that piece of advice be
1: (sighs) well I will encourage her to get to know herself her strength. It's very important to note your strengths and your weaknesses. So then you know what to work. I always think about it, ladies, know yourself so then you know what to do with it. I will tell her not to let her pride and ego speak louder than the true self, because sometimes the ego can be our worst enemy. And I will tell her to leave, to explore, to go to go and explore and the world and laugh and be happy. And most of all, I will tell her to be kind with herself and others. And in order to understand that failure does not exist. It's simple. It's a learning experience.
0: Beautiful. Lastly, Luisa, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What would you say?
1: My beautiful ladies of the world. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful people. I will say, please, just be kind to yourself and be kind to others Beautiful. i would just say that be aware of your own ego because it can blind you and can be your worst enemy but mostly i just you want to be kind to yourself and be kind to others that's my message <laughs> to the world well of said. kindness I love it. because kindness is cool right <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah that's kindness
1: right is the new sexy ladies that's you it want sexy kindness is the new sexy
0: that's it Louisa, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey. I appreciate you. This has been such an incredibly enlightening and beautiful conversation I just I'm so happy to have you as a member of the Empowerography community and to learn about your story and have you share it here so thank you I appreciate you
1: oh thank you Brad it has been such a great pleasure to share my story and I hope that someone's getting inspired from and thank you to all the ladies who are listening for listening this great show that Brad is doing for all of us Thank you for the work that you do for us. Cheers. And I stay sexy and timeless.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I, do you want it to tell the ladies how they can see, uh, get my book? Yeah, sure. Please do. Yes. The ladies will like to get my book. It's an Amazon. It's Sexy is Timeless by Luisa Diaz. And also they can go to my website, LuisaDiaz.com. And um, please follow me on Instagram, Luisa Diaz TV.
0: Thank you so much, Luisa. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast today. My guest has been Luisa Diaz. She is an author, producer, TV show host, and philanthropist. Thank you so much, Luisa. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day.
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. Besitos. Bye.